Undercover Jet Setter. Travel. So you want to hit Boston. We'll say it right first. It's Boston. Next, listen to our expert. He can tell you what to do and he can get you out of trouble because he's a local lawyer. Hi, everyone. John Daly here with Undercover Jet Setter. We are talking with Ken Lakin, a local attorney who has lived in Boston all of his life. He went to Boston College, including law school. He should have gone to Providence, but that's okay. And you saw him on our bucket list segment we did on Boston and going to a Yankees Red Sox game. All you have to do is check out Undercover Jet Setter YouTube channel. That's undercover. That's youtube.com slash undercover jet setter. And it's August 15th, 2018. And you're going to see him there in that story. Ken, welcome to the show. Hey, John, always a pleasure. Always good to talk to you at all times. Absolutely, my friend. Well, by the way, cheers. Uh, I have a jet setter mule. It's got spiced rum, bourbon, and ginger ale, and some ginger zinger. And all you have to do is go to undercoverjetsetter.com mixology. We have the recipe there. It's on November 11th, 2017. What are you drinking, my friend? I'm drinking my, my usual on Cape Cod ice cold rum, Bacardi rum with ginger ale, lime, and lemon. It tastes very good today. It's 82 degrees and sunny on Cape Cod. Ah, that's beautiful. Actually, rum is a perfect Cape Cod drink, no doubt about that. So we've, uh, at some point, we've got to do a Cape Cod thing because it's, it's a little bit difficult because un- unless you know people there, but we'll do Cape Cod some other time. I want to do Boston because I know you have so many people looking for tips, including me, on enjoying Boston. First, if you can, talk about, is there a time of year you should and shouldn't hit Boston? Yeah, my advice always to people coming to the city or the metro Boston area is September and October because the prices are lower. The weather is still very good. The average temperature in September is 75 degrees. It's crisp, crisp nights and beautiful days, nice and dry. Uh, like I said, it's a little bit less expensive. So I always recommend September and October as much as to come. I also like May and June, but September and October are my, my, my number one go dates. And and summer's good. It can be hot. It can be a little hot and sticky there, and it's crowded because there's just there's so many freaking people around there. Yes, yeah, so the metro Boston area. Just looking at the statistics yesterday, is the sixth sixth largest metropolitan area in the country. So we have about yeah. eight million people in the metro area. It's very crowded. Um, it's very expensive. It's, it's obviously one of the most expensive cities in the country to come to. So you have yep. to be aware that hotels are running four, five, six hundred a night. If you're out in the suburbs, it's a little less, but it's a very expensive city. There's no question of that because it's very well sought after, and that's why it's expensive. Right. And and at the same time, too, the suburbs are crowded, too. I mean, it's really spread out, not only from the city, but out into the suburbs as well. You're absolutely correct. It's kind of a misnomer because Boston only has about, in the city proper, only about 700,000 people. The metro Boston area, all the way from the South Shore down towards Rhode Island and all the way up to the North Shore towards New Hampshire, has that's your population basis of anywhere six to seven million people. So it's a massive suburban area. All right. So, and because we, we did it on the show, thanks to you and your help, uh, I still say if you're there between April and September, you have to go to Fenway Park, even if you're not a Red Sox fan. Oh, absolutely. The experience alone, the partying, the food that they have now, the atmosphere. The Red Sox could be 45 games out of first place. They still sell out. That, that, any, that happens probably anywhere in the country because it's the atmosphere. It's the drinking, the food, the partying, the beautiful sights, the scenes of the, of the park itself, the history of the park. It's an amazing place to go. Even if you don't go to a game, go to the tour. In that area, it's very reasonable for the tour, and I highly recommend people do the Fenway tour. Yeah, actually, that's a great idea. What was amazing to me, what, and even I'm from New England and I'd, I'd been to Fenway so many times, but when I did the story and I started interviewing people who were there, there was like people from Texas 
who came up because they had a chance to go to a Yankees Red Sox game. And I said, are you a Red Sox fan? Oh, no, 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 I'm not a Red Sox fan. No, no, I'm not even a Yankees fan. I just wanted to come to Fenway. And I'm, I'm amazed at how far away these people come. And then when I sit back, because I'm kind of spoiled from having it most of my life, you really understand what, what a treasure it is to have that and to get a chance to go to it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, it's, it's the most expensive part consistent with the expensiveness of the city, the most expensive baseball park in the majors. But yeah. it's worth it. It's, it's just, it's, even if, you, like I said, if you don't want to pay money to go to the game, just do the tour itself. There's also many, many restaurants. You were at the, the Flask and Cagan when you did, you, you did your story. That's a great place. There's a lot of tremendous yeah. restaurants and bars right around the ballpark as well. And you could always go scalp some tickets. You know, yeah, if, if you, you wanted always, to. Often, and the key piece of advice is always wait to after the first pitch goes. Because then the yeah. scalpers start to squirm a little bit and the, and the prices go down. <laughs> All right. That's great advice. So you know, what, what is so cool about Boston, too, is um, is if you're a visitor there, there, there are just so many locals that are there in the city when visitors are there. So, so let me ask you this. How does someone talk to someone from Boston? Well, anywhere in the Northeast sector, you're a Northeast guy. Anywhere between Washington and Boston, you have our favorite saying is catch up. Okay, because you grow up in the city, you're on the train going 100 <laughs> miles an hour, you're competing with financially to get a good education and make decent money because you can't just get by in a city like this. You've got to do pretty well to survive in a place like the Boston or in the Northeast in particular. And so they're very fast going. They can be polite, but if you're going to ask them something, make it quick. Be short, concise with your with your with your question, and then go from there. <laughs> we, we, we're, I, I'm not saying we're not friendly. It's just we're really, we're, we're, and, and it's just a stupid mindset. But it is. It's like we're always busy to go somewhere, get somewhere so fast. For what reason? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking to Ken Lakin. He is a lifelong resident of the Boston area. Uh, he is also a local attorney. His website is LakinsLaw.com. That's L-A-K-I-N-S, the plural, LakinsLaw.com. So when, when you're planning Boston, what, what are, the, are the three biggest things that you, that you need to keep in mind? Because people are just going to rush into it. Are, are there things that they, you should say, okay, think about this before you plan Boston? Yeah, I would say the, the one thing you brought up previously. One, look at the time of year and how expensive or inexpensive it is. That's very, very important because that alone will make you decide whether or not you want to go in the summertime versus the fall, the spring, mm-hmm. just based on the expense to get there and the expense while you're there for housing, for hotels, food, et cetera. So that, that's something, step back, take a look at the time of year you want to go. Places that, that I like, that I tell people to go to, um, one of the things I, I, I think people should always do is take the Boston Harbor Cruise, which is down on a long walk on the yep. waterfront, right near Faneuil Hall. And that is a fantastic, because it gives you a good visual of the city. And they do a great job of giving the history of the city as well. And that's a really, really good take. You, we have the shopping district of Newbury Street and Daniel Hall, which are always great, great, great places to go by. I, I love the New England Aquarium and the IMAX Theater that's down right on the same area along the walk with the Boston Harbor Cruises. They have a great um, all-glass-in aquarium that looks right on the waterfront in Boston, and it's fantastic. But they also have uh, either through... Uh, the aquarium itself, or the harbor cruises, uh, they go out to the small islands. We have a number of islands around the city that, that really, really have a lot of history. And that's a great, great taking as far as I'm concerned if you come to the city. Yeah, it's interesting. I had, I had some friends that were, were going to Boston, friends from Vegas, and they, they, 
they called me and said, hey, what do we do in Boston? We, we don't know Boston. So I contacted you and you talked about the about the Seaport District. Talk about that briefly, because there's some great hotels there. You don't even have to stay. You can actually go and just enjoy being on the roof there, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. There's fantastic places for the Seaport. That's the new up-and-coming district in the city. It's exploded in the last five to ten years. Uh, they have tremendous restaurants down there. Strieger, S-T-R-E-G-A, Seaport is a fantastic bar, legal seafood bar. They're all outside right on the ocean. You can walk to everything. There's a multiplicity of hotels in that area as well. So if you can get you know, a medium residence in by Marriott or a Hampton Inn in that area, it's not as expensive. You can walk to everything. That's the other thing about Boston, just generally speaking, is a mm-hmm. tremendous walking system. I've just, the city, I've traveled all over the country, all over the world, as you know. And Boston is one of the most convenient walking cities that the MBTA, which is called the T here, is fantastic. It can take you everywhere from as far south as Cape Cod, as, as far north as New Hampshire, kind of Providence, Newport, Rhode Island, but yet get you anywhere around the Metro Boston area, including downtown, very easily and very, and very affordable. So you don't need to rent a car in Boston. You're better off always taking the T um, in Uber. But the Seaport District is, has got so many nice restaurants down there. So many nice, nice clubs. There's, there's a, a great, two or three great roof uh, bars that are just coming down that area. That area is a highly recommended area of Boston. Okay. So uh, I was going to ask you the three restaurants you think you, you should hit. Do you, do you have three or do you say just go to different sections? Like, for instance, the, the North End has got great Italian food. Are, are there any there that you would suggest yeah. or, or are yeah, there much? What's the ones you have to hit? Well, it, it, it's, 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 that's a great question because each district has a a fair amount of, a large amount of restaurants. It's not just a handful. It's quite a bit, actually. I do love the North End. That's the Italian section of Boston. It's fantastic. Like you would picture it in Northeast City, people on top of each other, small little streets, cobblestone <laughs> streets, but just spectacular outside, beautiful wines. A few of my favorites are the Daily Catch. is a great place. I've been there many times. There's another one that's on the water called Il Molo. It's I-L, in a separate word, M-O-L-O. That's on the water. That's fantastic. If you want tremendous pasta, Mama Maria's, Mama Maria's in a place called Toronto, T-A-R-A-N-T-A. That's great atmosphere. It's old school Boston. You've got to go to a place called Ernesto's Pizza. That's the largest slices of pizza in the North End. Absolutely ah. fantastic. And ironically, before we got on the air, I told you that I was down in the North End on business earlier today, and I stopped at one of my favorite sub shops in all of Boston, and it's in the North End, called Monica's. And it's on Salem Street, 130 Salem Street, and it is spectacular. You have to go there to get a get a get a get a, get a sub. So that those those are some of my places. Union Oyster House, and, and that's their funeral hall. That's an yep. old traditional staple of Boston. President Kennedy used to there's Booth still marked there. He used to eat there all the time. I mean, there's so many good restaurants in Boston, and, and, and every type of food as well. So it's a great restaurant city. It really is a great food town. So just on um, just kind of a, um, uh, you know, kind of a lay down kind of a foundation. One, um, a legal seafood, there's a lot of legal seafood and it's a chain. But I always tell people, go to legal seafood. Don't be afraid to go to a chain there because it's it's actually it's a really good series of restaurants. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I agree, and that's a good that's a good uh, predicate to that because I'm one who does not like changes. You know, I don't like chain restaurants. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and if you have a restaurant, you're in the airport. I'm I'm, I'm probably not going to go to your restaurant. But the one that they have um, on the waterfront is called Legal Bars, three stories high, with all the outside decks looking at the ocean and, the, and looking yeah. back to downtown. So the Seaport District is, is is south of the city, but it looks back at the city. 
So the, the, the atmosphere and the location in terms of the beauty of this is, is just spectacular. And this tour trade is Del Frisco's safe house. That's, that's right next to Legal Seafood. There's a mm-hmm. Mexican place that's to the right of Legal Seafood, which is tremendous appetizers and an outside deck. Really good place. There's multiple places down in the Seaport District. That you go yeah, to, and, and, you, and you'll, you'll be satisfied. There's another place that I like to go. It's all the way down the end because the cruise port is down in that section where the cruises go out of Boston. So yeah. all the way down to the end of, of there, and you'll see there's a little uh, uh, seafood place. There's a mom and, mom and pop deli type place called, called Yankee, Yankee Fish. It's down the end on the left-hand side. And they have great lobster sandwiches, great chowder that you really have to have. <laughs> Now wait a minute. You go to a place that's that's called Yankee. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But <laughs> it, it, as you know, it's not the Yankees. It's, it's a stubborn Yankee lifestyle of the, of the Puritan New England. <laughs> and you know that because you're, you're you're a Puritan New England. Absolutely. So, um, and and one other rule I would say, I think if you're in the North End, and and again, you named about four or five great restaurants there. If you can't find or you can't get into those restaurants. Really, almost any restaurant there, you're going to get something good up in the North End. Is that a good, safe thing to say? Absolutely, absolutely. There, there are so many restaurants. The, the, the two main streets are Hanover Street and Salem Street, and there's a restaurant in every single corner. So you, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong there. So it's a, it's a okay. good area. Well, I can't talk to you about Boston being a fellow Irishman, Irish heritage <laughs> blood that you and I have. But I'll talk to you about some of our famous Irish pubs. Hi, hi, lad. Yeah, well, now and there's some great ones just in the downtown area there. Yes, I mean, right near Faneuil Hall is one of my favorites. They have, they have music seven nights a week. Fantastic. They bring them over from, from Ireland. Because Boston, as you know, is a tremendous Irish city. I mean, it's just on St. Patrick's Day, you, you have to run for the hills. It gets that crazy. But <laughs> down in the Faneuil Hall area is a pub called the Black Rose. And that's been around for many, many, many years. It has great atmosphere, old Irish-style bar, but just live music every night that's that's one of my one of my favorite places but there's so many good irish pubs around boston that, that, that the worst thing about but black rose is my traditional um, staple you know, spot that i go to there are and, and and you can literally just walk into any one of them and you're 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 you'll eventually end up chatting with somebody or just listening to some great music and it's Absolutely. it's always it's just an easy easy thing to do i would suggest anybody to do that that is a great suggestion right there. Uh, We are talking to Ken Lakin. He is a lifelong resident of Boston. He's also a local attorney there. His website is Lakin's Law. That's L-A-K-I-N-S, the plural, lakinslaw.com. All right. Talk about, um, if you can, and you mentioned this before, because hotels can be really expensive there. We stayed at a boutique hotel in Cambridge because we got a great deal. It was called the Free Point, and it was superb. And that's that's in our piece as well. can you can you give three maybe that you would you would recommend? I know because I I stayed at the Marriott downtown there and I I thought the Marriott was superb, but I know how expensive it is. Can you name three that you would throw out? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. The one in Cambridge, I, I know where because I grew up not too far from there. Um, this sometimes if you can get a deal in in the suburbs, um, like I said, the the public transportation goes right in like where, they, where you were in, in Cambridge was Fresh Pond Circle. The red line at Alewife stations right there, and that goes into Boston in 15 minutes or in the city. So, what I would recommend there there are some smaller hotels, um, particularly down towards um, the South Boston section. Like I said, in the AC Loft Hotel, which is down on Albany Street, where my daughter just graduated from Northeastern University in May. Very reasonable. 
within mm-hmm. walking distance, can, can do Uber or take, take the public transportation within minutes to go anywhere in the city. That's one of my favorite places. I, I, I like also over um, in the northern part of the city, you can go to what's called Charlestown, which is right over the bridge to Boston. And there's a Marriott residence in that I stayed over there and have sent friends uh-huh. there. And they, they thoroughly enjoy that because you can walk over the mid, walk over a small bridge and you're right in the north end. That's another place you, you, can, you, you like to do. And also, it's kind of an out-of-the-way location, but very reasonable. It's across the bridge from uh, over the Charles River in, Cain, in, the, in the Kendall Square section of Cambridge is the Kendall Square Marriott. That's very reasonable because you're not in the city, but you can see the city in your own mm-hmm. Five, six, seven hundred yards from the city, and that's half the price of being downtown. So that's another uh, Kendall Square, Marion, Cambridge is also one I recommend. So uh, just real briefly, I'll, I'll wrap it up for you. I've spent a lot of time with you, but um, you mentioned about uh, about your daughter going to to Northeastern. One, it's a great college town, but I also tell people that it's it's a great business town because not only are the college is there, medicine is there. And a lot of times, you know, you got to go there. And I've, I've had to go do business in Boston in, in the winter. And it can, it can be brutal. But at the same time, too, it's not that bad. If, you, if you've got to do business there, you, you, can, you can really enjoy yourself. Uh, because, like you were saying, the, the, the tea, you can take the tea. And, and the ride sharing is pretty good. So I wouldn't say turn down Boston in the winter. I wouldn't go charging in there unless you had to. Yeah, we know it's such an interesting because in Boston, as you know, it's one of the top four most expensive cities, and particularly for business, like you mentioned, colleges and universities. We have about 80 colleges in the metro area. We have uh, the most hospitals in the country in the Boston area. We have second behind Silicon Valley for high tech in the metro Boston area. So the, the economy is a tremendously diverse economy. That's why the, the city does so well in the suburban area, because it has so many different types of industry, unlike Detroit with just the auto industry or Houston with just the energy in, industry. We have multiple, multiple industries here. And that's why we, 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 we survive and do real well, well here. I will say, and you know me, I'm a golfer like you are, John. I don't particularly like cold weather. I think yep. January, January and February <laughs> here are very, very harsh. That's why we have a lot of Irish coffees in those Irish pubs on January and February. Um, but any other time of the year, you know, you're fine. Again, the fall is fantastic. My favorite time of the year is September through the beginning of November. But it can get harsh, but it's basically only like January, February, a little bit of March. Um, but yeah, it's a small city to get around, so you're not out, you know, walking seven miles in the cold weather. So it's a mm-hmm. great city. I highly recommend anybody to come to the city and enjoy themselves. Um, and they'll have a blast in the city like Boston. All right. We've been talking to Ken Lakin, our undercover jet setter expert on Boston. You can check out his company, his law website, which is called Lakin's Law, L-A-K-I-N-S law.com. And it's, it's actually good, too, Ken, if, if, if you get in trouble there and we can always call you up if we do something that we run a follow the law. Correct. I, I think you have me on speed dial. So anybody who wants to get a hold of get a hold of Lakin brothers. I think there I think there's an undercover jet setter discount, too, isn't there? If they call and say they heard sure. about you, an undercover jet setter. Absolutely. Give us a call. We'll get in the discount. <laughs> Kenny, thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure, John. Take care of yourself. All right. You too. And folks, thanks for joining us. Remember, go to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash undercover jet setter. We'll catch you next time. See segments and episodes at youtube.com slash undercover jet setter.